Oh yeah, the Seattle Sounders are back in the MLS Cup. What a finish, guys. Welcome to another episode of Sports Talk with Lou, episode 19. Sorry, you guys, I've been so gone for almost a month, been finishing up the school quarter. Your boy graduates next quarter in the winter. I'm so excited. Uh, you know, a lot of good things to come in 2021, but man, first off, let's start with the Sounders, man. That was just a, a crazy finish and just a little small sound audio, um, you know, from the Fox commentators. It's just, uh, it was beautiful. We are heading back to, we're going at, we're not heading back. We're going to Columbus, Ohio. And uh, it's kind of weird how the bracket, uh, how it works um, in MLS because uh, Columbus, Ohio, or the Columbus crew, they are actually number three. They're number three on the uh, on the in the Eastern Conference. We're number two. Uh, I don't have you know I don't know the the meaning. I thought you know the whoever has the highest um, rank you know, on whichever side should host, but I guess it goes to Columbus. So, I mean, it's cool. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind that the Sounders travel to um, Columbus, Ohio to face the Columbus crew. Um, you know, they had a interesting, they had an interesting road to get to the cup. Let's start with them first because they, they, uh, they played against number one, the Philadelphia union, uh, two to zero. Um, well, no, 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 I apologize. Uh, Philadelphia, which is ranked number one in that in that conference, and they lost to number eight. So then that, so then then New England faced either Orlando or uh, New York City FC, and it was Orlando, and that's how New England met. Then New England um, carried on, defeated Orlando, and then it was the um, Columbus Crew. Now the road. For Columbus Crew, they had to get through the Red Bulls and Nashville FC, and that's when they clashed. And in Columbus, Columbus barely won. They've only they only won them a uh, one to zero. So they, that's how they got in. Now for the uh, I almost said the Seahawks for the uh, the uh, the Sounders. Um, I was actually really nervous when i saw who their first opponent would be and that was based off the last game of the season where the sounders were going to uh who were they going to play so they ended up playing uh number seven uh lafc but don't get it twisted because lafc is number seven they are really good and of course they had carlos Vela in that game and they couldn't do jack shit and i was kind of just surprised how poorly they they performed uh in the playoffs so yeah so seattle defeated lafc three to one in the bracket so then they moved on um that game was on november 24th and then december 1st they played the the next uh playoff game was against fc dallas and seattle won that one to zero and then they faced uh minnesota and Minnesota like surprised a, a lot of uh, a lot of people in the in the playoffs because they this is where I was confused because I was thinking this was the the Eastern Conference but uh, yeah they beat Colorado and Sporting Kansas City in our conference they were number one and they beat number eight San Jose but they won. Um, on PKs against San Jose on, on penalty kicks. So then they moved on and then Minnesota just upset them three to zero. And that put them that put Minnesota at Seattle and Seattle and uh, Minnesota clash. Now here's my take on what happened in that ridiculous game. We were supposed to lose. However, even though that we won, we should have beat them by a larger margin of points than three to two. There was one goal that uh, Rui Diaz, uh, uh, where he just kicked the post and then it just ricocheted out. And then the second one, 
uh it was supposed to be a penalty kick uh a free penalty kick that uh that was initiated by Christian Roldan and the referees did not review that uh the the play so yeah it should have been like uh five to two but i'll i'll take this i'll take this uh the sounders the seattle sounders finished three to two because the comeback was amazing uh you know i think it was will bruin i believe it was in, in like in the 78th almost close to the 80th minute he was the first one to make the goal and then it was Rui diaz I don't know how they, how in the hell they, they didn't um, um, block him or watched him uh, in the in the box. That was just uh, ridiculously crazy that they just let him be open like that. And then the third one, that the most amazing goal of that game was from Gustav. Uh, I can't remember his his, his last name, but. Uh, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he scored it in at like the ninetieth, like because there was four minutes extra after we hit ninety minutes, and it was around like the ninety third minute to seal the game. So that was impressive, and I thought it was like season seasons over right here in Seattle. And I was like, God damn it! At least, but I wasn't even gonna trip because I I think that we had even even if we were to lose. I was like, this team has so much damn potential. We don't need a bunch of, like, big signees. We can kick anybody's ass with whoever we've got. We've literally got a couple of, like, homegrown uh, uh, local uh, soccer players that are playing at this professional level really good. So I'm just really proud of this team. I'm really proud of the coach, Brian uh, Schmetzer. And, uh, you know, RIP to one of the GOATs, uh, Ziggy Schmidt. I know he's going to be there in spirits watching the game. And, yeah, so that game will be, uh, well, this is this podcast being recorded today on a Friday. So uh, it'll be tomorrow, December 12th. You can watch it on Fox, uh, Unimas, uh, and TSN in uh, our time here in the Pacific Northwest, it's five o'clock. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this uh, for this match. Uh, it's gonna be the 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 highlight of of my weekend. This is like the Super Bowl, guys. This is the Super Bowl of MLS. This is it. We no we won't have MLS until until uh, March. So uh, which is crazy because that's not that far away either. That's a short amount of months. And I look forward to seeing if they have any fans in the beginning or in the middle of of the spring. But it's crazy. We're already. I don't know when winter. Winter is what, right now? Or is it, I mean, I'm looking at it as winter quarter for school. So it's actually really short. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm really excited uh, how it's going to go down tomorrow. I hope we get the W and become the three-time, three-time World, uh, MLS Cup champions. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's something to um, look forward to tomorrow. And let's talk about a few things. We're going to talk about a little, little boxing. Um, we're going to leave MMA out for next for the next episode. I want to just get into straight to boxing and keep you guys updated on the NFL picks and what's going on with the Seahawks as of lately. It's really crazy what's been going on. So let's start with the, with the boxing with an, a big heavyweight showdown. Tomorrow as well, uh, Anthony Joshua puts his uh, his WBA, uh, WBO, IBF, uh, IBO uh, championship belts on the line against uh, what's his name, K- uh, K- Kubrat Kubrat Pulev. Um, I saw the weigh-ins this morning, and it was actually cool. <laughs> uh, Pulev tried to, you know, make it a little little drama show with uh, Anthony Joshua on the weigh-ins, but you know, I guess it's 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 a way to sell the fight because ain't none of that was going on in the press conferences. So 
uh, of course you gotta have a little uh, a little tension before uh, the day before the fight. So, but it's cool. So I am. By the way, I am not underestimating Pulev at all whatsoever. I already saw enough from what happened to Dillian White in the summer when he when he uh, faced Pavetkin. Uh, you know, get knocked out by a forty-plus-year-old like that. Wouldn't surprise me if Pulev, you know, pulls a a magic trick out of the hat and does that to Anthony. I've already seen Anthony Joshua's chin get checked. I already seen him get checked out numerous times with uh, Vladimir Klitschko and Andy Ruiz. If he gets clipped, it's over. Um, I've already seen enough of of Joshua. He's, um, you know, he's uh, he's not he's he's really fragile i've noticed that about him he if the hit gets delivered it's it's over <laughs> i've uh, i've i've seen it too many times you know the chin um the one hit that uh ruiz gave him it's uh, ugh, i don't know but um who do i have as who's winning this fight i have i have anthony joshua taking this to the distance uh, all 12 rounds. Um, I think he's going to have that same fight game uh, style that he had with uh, in the second fight with Andy Ruiz. I think he's going to he's going to move around uh, around. He's going to move around the ring. He's going to um, he's just going to touch uh, Pulev and he's going to exhaust him. Um, I don't see him fighting in the trenches like he used to. Because that was uh, that is not his game um, to win, <laughs> and we've seen this before. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my prediction. Anthony Joshua, twelve all twelve rounds uh, to the distance, and yeah, and I believe that's a that's that's an early fight. I believe it'll be he- here uh, Pacific Northwest time for us. It would probably be like what like one o'clock, twelve or one o'clock in the afternoon so uh, just keep that in mind wherever you're at um and we got a couple of other boxing fights going on as well we have uh what's his uh we have so anthony joshua and pulev or is this weekend next week we got canelo canelo alvarez and he's fighting uh liam smith's uh uh, bigger brother uh callum smith uh, and he's fighting him at super uh, middleweight, which was an interesting. Um, it wasn't interesting, but we've had we've we've heard about this like before. Like he was gonna be um, the next fighter. It was uh, after after he fought uh, after Canelo fought Danny Jacobs. So um, I just that would have been. That should have been the fight instead of Sergey Kovalev. I didn't want to see old man Kovalev against um, Canelo, but that's what we got. Um, and of course, Canelo at that time was with uh, was still signed to Golden Boy, so he's no longer with Golden Boy. He's no longer with DAZN. DAZN got lucky; he, they're even having a fight uh, to host Canelo because Canelo can go anywhere he wants. Not a DAZN fighter. He got his. He got released out of his contract and Golden Boys. So shout out to Canelo. He's doing his own thing. Um, I see him doing. I, I see him doing the same thing that uh, Floyd Mayweather did. Uh, as far as you know, how he wants you know being like a, f- a free agent, not you know getting no longer being under contract with anybody, picking your own fights, and I. I like it. I I like this idea. I think this suits him better because it did not work out accordingly with uh, his two promoters, with what Dzone and and uh, Golden Boy. Um, I know they had to they had to settle that on, at the courts. Who would have thought though that they would have had this done before December? All those court issues everything you know that had to go through and now we have a fight at the end of the year with canelo so i'm excited for that i 
I'm happy for him. Uh, I hope he makes. I hope he brings us those mega fights now. I hope there's no excuses. I'm not saying there is, but please don't bring up any any more issues to why you can't have this or that type of fight. I want to see as much as I hate to say it, but I do want to see that uh, Triple G and Canelo three. Even though you know Triple G is already you know getting older and older. But um, I still want to see it. I think, I think um, Gennady still has something left. But we'll see. We'll see how he, uh, how uh, Triple G performs because he's got to fight the following week after Canelo and Callum Smith. Um, who is this? Uh, I can't remember his, the name of his opponent. Uh, bear with me, guys. I'm trying to find it right here. But he's a. Let's see his name. His name is... Kamali Sameta. Sameta. Kamali Sameta. He's from Poland. His opponent. So that fight will be like two weeks from now. And Gennady has two of the middleweight crowns. He's got the IBF and the IBO middleweight titles. And yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's his, that's his fight of this year. He hasn't had a fight since he fought Sergey Dramachenko last year at the Garden. And this fight will be, this fight that Triple G will be in, uh, it'll be at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Hollywood, Florida. So that's an interesting uh, arena where they're going to fight at. But uh. Yeah, that's uh, the, you got Joshua, Canelo, and Triple G these next three weeks. So exciting, exciting month of boxing uh, here in uh, December. So yeah, that's a that's a little update. I don't I have no updates yet. I don't think there's any fight happening for Tyson Fury. Uh, as everyone speculated there was going to be at the end of uh, for this month. Um, the deal never fell through with uh, him and um, Wilder. And we don't even know what Wilder is up to. Um, he's got a list of opponents. If Fury doesn't uh, do uh, take the fight. But um, yeah, just uh, it's a weird... It's a weird time right now for the for the heavyweights because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> no one's really um, taking charge or or I mean I'm not I'm not really impressed with this fight that's happening tomorrow, but that's what we got. And um, this fight would have been more interesting if it happened what two years ago. Uh, yeah, because he, uh, jo- yeah, Joshua was supposed to fa- fight Pulev after uh, after he beat Vladimir Klitschko, and uh, and Vladimir Klitschko didn't want to take the the rematch, so Pulev was the next opponent. But I believe Pulev got hurt, and then that's when Anthony Joshua fought someone else. So this, like I said, it's it's a little this fight is a little behind, but. Uh, I'll take it. I mean, Pulev deserves a chance. Why not? Give him the shot. So, um, yeah. Um, what else did happen? And, of course, last weekend we had that... Uh, it was actually a really good fight. I don't give a fuck what anybody says if it was boring to them. Like, that you're, you're, you're not a boxing fan if you think that that fight was boring. I thought that fight was interesting. And it showed me a lot about both fighters. And the fight that I'm talking about is uh, Errol Spence Jr. and um, Danny Swift Garcia. I was a little disappointed with uh, with Danny because uh, he should have li- he should have uh, his game plan wasn't that um, good in my opinion. Um, I think the best game plan that I heard that whole night was when Sean Porter said. Uh, start fast, stay busy. He didn't do. He didn't do neither of them. Um, however, I think Danny Garcia is one of the best counter punchers in boxing in his weight class. 
Um, you know, a lot of people get devastated. A lot of boxers get devastated by that counter punch that he delivers. And I kind of had the feeling he was banking. He would he would do that to Errol, but Errol was just you know clipping him with those body shots. Uh, and he was just he was just get he was just on fire, like. Um, the rest of the rounds, I only I had I had Garcia winning probably like four of the fight, four of the rounds, uh, in the whole twelve rounds. So, and the rest of it was Errol. But Errol's back, man. He 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 was. I was nervous. I wanted to see what what type of fighter he was in the first uh, in the first round. And of course, they're gonna observe. And then later in the rounds, he was just he was just on fire. And yeah, uh, I'm. I'm excited for him and uh, for his return. And now he's got now he's got uh, he's got Danny Garcia out the way. So where does that leave him? Does he face Terence Crawford or does he face Pacquiao? I mean, both fights are possible. I don't I don't know I don't know what the problem is with with why they can't get that fight between him and and uh, Terence Crawford. Who wants who wants it more? I, I want to know that, cause that 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 should be the fight. That should be the fight of the summer in twenty twenty one, and hopefully at full capacity or half. But I would love to see full capacity for that. But yeah, I, you know, he's already said it. He probably he's gonna have a summertime fight. Um, he's gonna he's gonna rest, take a couple months off, be back in the. In the summer, and then maybe in the winter or late December of 2021, he fights again. That's how I see it. So I say go for go for Crawford or Pacquiao. Um, I don't know if I want to see Keith Thurman in the mix yet. I want to see. I need to see him in a tuna fight. See if he's actually mentally ready. Don't don't do that whole I'm risking it all after I just got hurt uh type of deal so yeah or take them both take them both out that's how i see it too you know take crawford in the summer and take pacquiao at the end but i don't know we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with that so yeah that's a that's a little quick update on boxing um and what else do we have Oh, let's start with uh, let's start with our NFL pickums as of lately. <laughs> so the last time that I was uh, that I did my episode, I was with uh, Gabe. You know that loser. <laughs> so here, let's see. The last week was week ten. I think it was week eleven. Yeah, it was week 11. So, out of, from the last, basically the last three weeks, I haven't, I haven't done the total yet. I've only been, you know, I've been keeping, you know, I've been keeping the, just the pick predictions, like who won of that week. I just don't have the percentage, but I can tell you right now, out of those three weeks, since the last time I was on, I've been on fire. <laughs> and I know he might disagree with me, but I've been on fire. And um, I'm about to whip your ass again, Gabe, you know. But <laughs> um, yeah, and of course, unfortunately, there were in, in those weeks, Prison Mike and the basement himself, no, not, no, not, no knowledge E, didn't make their picks. But I got, I got, I got Gabe, you know, and I got uh, Prison Mike their picks for this week. But yeah, in week eleven, week eleven was an interesting one because I had they didn't make any of their picks barely, except uh, Gabe. But I came out winning. I had the most ones right between me and him. Week, uh, week twelve. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that prison prison Mike actually won that one week twelve, and then week thirteen. In week thirteen, I 
destroyed Gabriel. I destroyed him by maybe two picks, but still, I was on fire. And then here we are. Here we are in week 14. So, I am just going to give you guys my thoughts on each team facing off and what has happened in the last couple of weeks. And yeah, here we go. So let's start with, uh, and I'm and also going to give you the picks too, because I have, I have Gabe you knows picks and I have Prison Mike's picks already locked in. The basement, well, he's he's dead to me. <laughs> so yeah, all right. So New England at Los Angeles Rams. That that game happened last night. Gabe you know took the L as usual. And come on, man, you gotta make the pick. And of course, Prison Mike took New England. And guess what? And I'm starting the week. I'm starting the week off right. I picked Los Angeles twenty-one to seventeen. I'm not convinced Cam Newton can do anything at this point. Well, he can't. I mean, they're now what six and seven. Um. And you know the Rams were a five-point favorite in that game, but who would have who would have known that they would blow them out this bad? Um, but yeah, uh, I I still see the Rams in the playoffs. Um, they've been playing some decent football as of lately in these last couple of weeks. Um, but I don't um, I don't see them being that successful once they're in there so we'll see what happens as far as new england goes man they need to switch the philosophy they need to really understand cam newton's uh um quarterback style because they i don't think they they still haven't figured out how his system how to use him yet um and unfortunately I, i believe he was benched he was benched like in the fourth quarter but he, I mean, they weren't even doing anything. So what? I don't know. I don't. I hate seeing the fact that he's being benched like that after you know having a great, you know, successful career from college to the Panthers, being an NFC champion. But I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's the whole that whole thing with Cam Newton. There's just really weird to me. So. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens, you know, next year, see if they keep him around and, or, or not, or, you know, develop him still. We'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, um, I had it, uh, the Rams 21, 17 again, gave, you know, didn't make a pick prison. Mike picked new England and failed. Um, Denver at Carolina, uh, Denver is a three and a half. No, no, I'm sorry. Carolina is a three and a half uh, point favor over Denver. They both have the same records, though. So Denver's been playing decently uh, these last couple of weeks, too. So, and of course, they got Drew Lockett back, I believe. Yeah, he's been playing well. They've been playing some interesting teams, too. These little upsets that um, have gotten my picks wrong. (laughs) So... Um, as far as Carolina goes, I'm still trying to understand what they're going to do next year with, uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, he got hurt as well, but he came back, but hasn't been playing well either. And that's why you have both teams with the same records four and eight. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, in this game and in the future. Um, I have, so Gabe, you know, has a 24 to 14 Carolina, I have it 21-17 against Denver, and Prison Mike has uh, Carolina. Next game, Houston at Chicago. They're both even. Um, they, you know, Houston has a four and eight record right now. Chicago five and seven. Chicago's been looking like a dumpster as of lately, and so has Houston. Even with the firing of a uh, of o- Bill O'Brien, they still been playing ass. So. Uh, yeah, um, I have Chicago. Uh, no, no, I have Houston 24 21. Gabe, you know, uh, Houston as well. And then, uh, 
Yeah, Prison Mike has it Houston, so we all have our locks in on Houston. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect from Chicago. Ever since, uh, like Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky isn't even the answer to any of this. Any of this, uh, they need to just let him go and start from scraps. Neither is what's his name. Um, after his butt injury, what's his name? Um, Nick Foles. I I think he was better off staying in Philadelphia. They should have kept him in Philadelphia. That was just wrong. Um, I think he had a great. I think he had great success. And the only problem is he can't. He's really fragile. He needs a he needs a good ass line to protect him, and he's really fragile. Um. So yeah. Um. I don't know. It's that that's a weird situation from for both teams. So anyways, next. Let's uh Dallas at Cincinnati. Um Dallas is a three and a half point favor against Cincinnati. Dallas three three and nine. Cincinnati two and nine. Neither of them have uh great quarterbacks, <laughs> even though even though I'm about to what I'm about to say is crazy, but um Andy Dalton, you know, traveling to Cincinnati to his old team. Um and of course, uh, surprisingly, Gabe has it twenty-seven to twenty. I have Dallas twenty-seven to twenty-two. I like Dallas's chance to win in that game. In prison, Mike has Cincinnati. I mean, just because he knows, well, I wouldn't say he knows anymore because he's that's a different coaching and different system that he got going on. But uh, I like I like Andy Dalton's chances to win in that. And of course, uh, shout out to Joe Burrow on a great season. Unfortunately. He got hurt, and he's out, but it, it wouldn't even matter at this point because they weren't going to do anything. I mean, they just kind of threw him into the lines and, you know, make, hope for the best, and it didn't work out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, next game, Tennessee at Jacksonville. What the hell's going on with Tennessee lately? Um, They've been winning, and they've been losing some games, some some important games, um, and of course that loss against uh, the loss and then the win against Indianapolis, um, and yeah, it's kind of interesting what they're what's going to happen with them in the playoffs. They might play way better football. They're going to play a chess match in the uh, football game in the playoffs. So we'll see what they do. Um, they are seven and a half point favorites against Jacksonville. Jacksonville with a, a one and eleven record. Tennessee eight four. <sighs> yeah, we all all of us have a Tennessee. Gabe, you know, has a thirty to ten. I have a twenty eight seventeen Tennessee, and Prison Mike has Tennessee. Next game, Kansas City at Miami. <sighs> this is an interesting game too, but it just depends who's starting in Miami. I want to see. I want to see if they start Tua because he was getting benched in in the weeks prior when he started, but then he's been starting after when he's uh, after his benching. So I was like, man, just keep him on the field, like just let him have fun, let him let him get a field of what what the what the game at the professional level is. So um, KC is a seven point favor over Miami, but look at Miami though; they're eight and four. Nobody thought that they were gonna be eight and four, uh, it, right uh, in this in this season. So shout out to the Dolphins. So yeah, uh, Gabe, you know, has a twenty three seventeen Miami. I have it KC twenty four twenty one in a close game. And Prison Mike has it has Miami. And the next game, Arizona at the New York Giants. Um, Arizona with a six and six record. <laughs> That's terrible, man. They were starting so good, and now they're they're terrible. But we'll we'll touch more on that on our division. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then New York Giants five and seven, and potentially will probably be the NFC East champions. After what they did to us last week, 
But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Arizona is one and a half point favorite to win. Um, but however, after what I saw against uh, the Seahawks, the Giants played really good defense. And we dominated the Cardinals with a shitty ass defense. And the Giants have a way better defense than what we did. So I expect the Giants to actually pull this out. So I have um I have the Giants 24 to 20. Uh Gabe has it 30 to 20. Prison Mike has Arizona winning it. Um uh I don't know what to say. I mean, Arizona has been playing well in the middle of the season, and then they just started sucking right after their bye week. So I don't know. I, I don't even. I at this at this with the six and six record. I it it it's gonna be a dogfight now between them and the 49ers because the 49ers are still hanging in there with all the bullshit uh, injuries that they that they have. It's you know, it's crazy. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay is six and a half point favor. Uh, Tampa Bay, seven and five record. Minnesota, six and six. Minnesota is such a weird team. They win some games that they're not supposed to. And then they lose some games that they should have won. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh I don't know what for Tampa Bay. This is just a year to get yourself situated. If you don't, if you, they're gonna get in the playoffs, but I don't expect them to go that far. But this is this is a season just to get comfortable with all the players, because uh, that's like a brand new team. It's like brand, it's a brand new roster basically. Um, get used to you know everybody. I mean, it's impressive how far they've gotten. I mean, seven they're seven and five with Tom Brady uh, in his first season as a Buccaneer. So uh, I'll get you know I'll give I'll give them kudos for that. But uh, as far as my prediction goes, I am the lone wolf. Unfortunately, I got TB uh, thirty to sixteen. Uh, Gabe, you know twenty twenty one, and Prison Mike has Minnesota as well. Next game, Indianapolis at the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, the the, the Colts have been sur- a surprise team as of lately. I mean, yeah, they've lost a few uh, games that they sh- there's they needed to win, but I was really surprised how bad they upsetted the Packers. Um, the way how they finished them off a couple weeks ago, so. Uh, and you know, Gabe, you know, was right about them. That's a sleeper. Um, I don't see them making them, you know, deep into the playoffs. I see them getting in, but not doing anything after. Um, I just don't, I don't really have, I don't really want to put my stocks in on Phillip Rivers going into the playoffs. I mean, you know, he's not, he's not that great. He's old and I don't, um, he turns the ball over so many times when he shouldn't. So, um, yeah, as far as, uh, the Raiders go, um, the Raiders have been impressive. However, they've been sucking (laughs) as of lately. Um, however, last, (laughs) just, uh, actually good example. Like I did not expect them to make the game very close against the Jets and, um, you know, because of the Jets blunder, the Raiders won, but they should have lost. They should have been the they should have been give they should have been the first L to the Jets but um, after what I'm seeing I don't know I, I I've never been on on I've never been on the band on the Derek Carr bandwagon I just never been sold I could have been I, I would have been sold if Jack Del Rio was still the head coach because he was still under development with Jack Del Rio uh and then you know now he's had so many coaches new systems and now he has to get used to uh john john gruden system now but he's played very well uh with john gruden um they they're the Derek carr and the raiders have been the only team to beat um the kansas city chiefs and they beat him bad uh well close enough i mean close call game but they 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 took they took it to him at Kansas City, but 
Um, now, last week, they barely beat the Jets, a, a team that's winless. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen but uh, with the Raiders, but I... What's my prediction on that one? I have Indianapolis 27-23. Gabe, you know, has a 31-27. And Prison Mike has uh, Indianapolis. And now let's go to the next game. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. Um, Green Bay is 7.5 point favorites, surprisingly. I think they're going to be... I think they should be... uh, 20 point favor because I don't see Detroit doing jack shit. Uh, but again, they're, riv- they're rivals, so they'll make it interesting. I have, and of course, Matt Patricia's gone. He's no longer the, the head coach for the Lions. It's Daryl Bevel, but we all know what kind of play calling he does. So I have uh, the Packers 35 25, Prison Mike Green Bay, Gabe, you know, 21 20. ATL at the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, this will be an interesting matchup. A high, I think it, it'll be a high point matchup. Um, last game, I don't. They didn't even score a damn point uh, from the Chargers, but they've been really uh, competitive this throughout the whole season, and they've lost by like three to a touchdown. In all their games, they just don't find a way to close it out. Um, and they need to figure that out next season. But I, I've liked what I'm seeing from the kid, Justin Herbert. Um, that, sh- that should be everyone's uh, fantasy pick. I wouldn't say number one next year, but, um, you know, that's a, that's a quarterback to make sure, you know, that's going to give you the points. But, uh, yeah, um, ATL, we'll see what happens next year. We... I have no idea. They just been on and off as of lately. They're four and eight. LAC is three and nine. My prediction: I have uh, the Falcons winning a close game by a field goal, thirty-three to thirty. Uh, Gabe, you know, surprisingly has LAC Los Angeles Chargers twenty-four to twenty, and Prison Mike has it ATL as well. All right, next game. We have New Orleans at Philadelphia. This is an interesting uh, matchup between both teams. Uh, when I was gone for a few weeks, uh, Drew Brees has has multiple rib injuries, fractures, I believe. So he's been gone for quite some time. Taysom Hill has been filling in for him, and they are they are ten and two. Um, entering this game as six and a half point favors, favorites over the Eagles, and then the Eagles are three and eight and one. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about the Eagles. The Eagles just fucking suck. They're fucking terrible. They basically have. I don't. I don't think they have a lot of major injuries like every other team in that in that division. But they should be the front runners. They should not be anywhere near what the record says. And Carson um, Carson Wentz has been fucking terrible too. I I don't know what happened to him. He's just terrible. And then the game against Seattle, what the hell was that all about? That was just ridiculous. I don't know that. They need to. Uh, my personal opinion, they're they're fucked because they they have to pay him that big ass contract. They don't even know what to do with uh, Jalen Hurts. If if I'm if I'm them, they need to let him go or let him be the starter next year. Because you're just wasting his time, his potential, and when he could be doing that with some other team. Um, why do you even have? Why did they even have him uh, th- throw the ball on one down and then put Wentz back in the game when they played against Seattle? That was the dumbest shit of that I've ever seen. I don't think that whole front office knew what they were what they were doing with uh, when they drafted him. Um, yeah, I. That's a dysfunctional team right there. So, I don't know what to expect. Uh, 
entering this game and next year. But um, and then as far as New Orleans goes, I don't know what to expect from them either. Like they, it's hard to believe that you can come back from a rib injury uh, at the end of the season like the way Drew Brees is. But I don't think he's gonna be ready. I don't. I think if they throw him in there when he's back, he's gonna get hurt again. He's gonna get hurt, and then you're gonna have to put the ball back into Taysom Hill. Just give it to Taysom Hill at this point. I mean, I don't know. Or ride Taysom Hill all the way until the playoffs, then throw in Drew Brees, give him more time to heal. I just don't think that those rib injuries are can heal as quick as people if. Uh, expect it you know those are those are some long time injuries that need to heal so yeah um interest we'll and and new orleans the number i'm pretty they're pretty much gonna solidify i don't see them losing but uh they're gonna be the number one seed so if anything it's this new orleans has everything to win and also lose at the same time so, yeah, I have New Orleans 27-16. New Orleans uh, is Prison Mike's choice. And Gabe, you know, undecided at the moment. There's nothing to decide. You already know that the Eagles suck, Gabe. So, anyways, let's continue on. Uh, Washington at San Francisco. Uh, Washington uh, is a... Or sorry, San Francisco is a three and a half point favorite over the Washington Washington, uh, five and seven record for the Washington Washington, and same record for the for the Forty ers I have San Francisco. I'm a lone wolf on this. Twenty three seventeen. Gabe, you know, twenty eight twenty, and Prison Mike has the Washington football team. Um, you know, I just I just expect San Francisco to just push through whatever they can make anything happen. Uh, same with the the Redskins are right there too. They're right with the Giants. Um, what's the the Giants record right now? The I know I just said it earlier, but yeah, they're five and seven. They're both tied. That <laughs> that division has been anyone's uh uh favor to win. <laughs> it's been going back and f- it's been going back and forth now between Washington and and the Giants. It was the Cowboys at one point, and it was never the Eagles. The Eagles were just trash from the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a interesting. It's an interesting division right now. It's gonna come down to the wire. <laughs> so yeah, uh, next game, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. You, uh, Buffalo is a two and a half point favor over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh coming off their first loss against the Washington Washington. Um, they're eleven and one. Buffalo nine and three. I believe that game got flexed. I think Baltimore and Cleveland are now in um, are the Sunday night football game. Uh, but yeah, um, I have Buffalo twenty seven twenty three. Uh, Gabe, you know, also has 34, uh, he has it 34-21, and Prison Mike also has it Buffalo. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a, a good act, that's going to be an act, uh, a good, um, a good uh, football game to watch, because, uh, Buffalo still has a chance to be the number one seed if Pittsburgh loses to them and they lose the rest they lose the rest of the games uh, here on out but that's kind of hard for them to not you know to do they're going to play it out so um still it's going to be a good quality uh football game to watch and then uh next game Baltimore at Cleveland um <laughs> for some reason i just uh, uh i've been the Browns. The Browns have amazed me this this season. The Browns have a better record than us. <laughs> but yeah, the, the however, Baltimore is a one point favorite to beat them with their shitty seven and five record. Um, 
I have it Cleveland 24-23. Gabe, you know, 30-21. And Prison Mike has Baltimore. Um, I think the Ravens defense gets stomped all over by the running game with Nick Chubbs. I, uh, I see Baker Mayfield not making uh, a lot of mistakes and launching the football. How, uh, however, on the other side, I don't know what... I don't know what Baltimore is, uh, um, how good they are uh, healthy-wise. Um, they've just been a weird team. They've, they've been a, they've, I wouldn't call them frauds, but in some ways they kind of are because they were, they were really good last year. Now they're just shit. <laughs> they really have been. So, um, And, of course, a couple of key injuries have, have hurt them as well. And the postponage of last last week's game, the Thanksgiving or yeah, the Thanksgiving game, had it got it got postponed like three times. So yeah, it's uh, uh that's the one team I see them losing out if they get in. Cause yeah, I, I don't know. I see, of course, Cleveland will be number two no matter what. Because of Pittsburgh, they're they're number one in that division. But um, Baltimore, yeah, I have question marks all over them. So uh, we'll see. We'll see you next episode. Hopefully, I have uh, both of these losers back on. Um, and yeah, uh, and hopefully uh, by then we'll give you guys the tally score, the the tally percentage. But I'm starting the weekend off right uh, by beating both of these fools. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Episode 20, Sports Talk with Lou. Um, and, yeah, go Sounders. I'm ex- Win the cup. Take Bring it back to Seattle. And, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode, guys. Peace.